is Hard Place, a novel by R.A. Jacobson. Listener discretion is advised. Contains strong language, violence, and some adult situations. Chapter 21. Young Jacob Makes His Deal It was midnight at the crossroads. There was no moon. Overhead, the stars looked down on him. In the distance, he could see a few farm lights. To the south, a soft glow past the horizon was the far-off city. It was June, but it didn't feel like it. The air had a chill to it. Jacob stood alone in the dark, shivering, wishing he had worn a coat. He was seventeen and feeling like a fool. In fact, he was sure he was a fool, just a stupid, gullible kid. He half expected his friends to pop up laughing at him for believing in the stories about the devil. Oh yeah, Jacob, Sam's brother did it and got all kinds of money. Their voices were full of wonder as they confided this massive secret that was no secret at all. Everyone had heard the stories of the judge and his deals. So here he stood in the dark, waiting for the judge to roll up in a shiny dark car and grant him his deepest wish. Jacob barked a short, bitter laugh. Yep, he was a fool. He was absolutely sure it was a stupid joke. A joke he swallowed, hook, line, and sinker. He shoved his hands into his jeans pocket, resigned, head down, he cursed himself for believing in such a stupid idea and started for home. He was so fucking gullible. From behind him, the sound of tires on pavement and his shadow raced out in front of him as headlights flared to life. He spun as a long black car that hadn't been there a second ago pulled up beside him. It reflected the stars, twisting them across its glossy surface as it slowed and stopped. In the smoked side window, Jacob looked at his own terrified face. The driver's door opened, and an exceptionally tall man in a black suit slid out. With effortless grace and a chrome smile, he strolled up to Jacob. His eyes were as black as a shark's. They held no humanity, no warmth, no compassion, only a predatory gleam. Jacob, my boy, how are you this fine evening? Sir, I'm doing just fine. With a chuckle. Well, shit or get off the pot, son. You're here. You called. What can I do you for? Well, sir, there's this girl. Shit, boy, there's always a girl. What do you want? Well, sir, I need a truck to take her to the graduation. A truck? That's it? Just a truck? You know my price, and all you want is a truck? Yes, sir. The judge grinned. Done! And he extended his hand to Jacob. Don't you want some blood or something? Oh, no, Jacob. I trust you. Just a handshake and we're good. They shook. A noise like a snapping of twig behind Jacob turned his attention. When he looked back, the man was in the car. But it wasn't the same car as before. This car Jacob recognized. It was a black 1968 GTO. On the front quarter panel, written in round, playful letters, was the judge. Son, you go home now, the judge said through the open window. And my truck? I'll be seeing you. With a wave, the judge roared off with a big V8 growling, back tires howling as they left black marks on the pavement. Jacob stood alone in the dark and watched the taillights shrink until he disappeared altogether.
He looked down the black highway, once again feeling like a fool. Well, fuck. What the hell was that all about? An engine exploded to life right behind Jacob, startling him. He stared for a long moment, hardly believing his eyes. There stood a red 1977 Chevy truck, glossy and new. So not a trick, or a joke, but real after all. This is what he gave away his soul for. This was his prize. The judge was real. If the judge was real, then did he just sell his soul? He thought for a minute. He felt nothing different for a man without a soul. Shouldn't he feel the loss? Everyone seemed to think it was a huge deal to lose your soul, and yet he didn't feel any different. Maybe the judge collected the soul at the end of the contract? He didn't know how long his contract was. It could be a day, a year, or his entire life. He supposed he should have asked. In fact, there are all kinds of questions popping into his mind. He had come to the crossroads to make a deal, half believing it was a joke, and hadn't thought it through. Was he still himself, the same as before, or was he a demon of some kind? Was his life now shorter? Could he still love as he had? He thought of Mary Lou and his heart soared. Yes, he still loved her. She was the one, and he had given up something for her happiness. Jacob ran his hand along the fender, a grin on his face. It was perfect, and it was his. Mary Lou was going to flip. Jacob pulled the door open and slid on the black vinyl seat. He rubbed the steering wheel as he admired the dash. Man, this is amazing. Well, thank you, a voice said in Jacob's head. What the fuck? Who said that? He looked around for the source of the voice. That would be me, came the calm reply. Who? Where are you? Jacob looked around wildly. You're sitting at me. What? The truck? Yep. You're a talking truck. Only to you. Just one of my many fine options, thanks to the judge. Holy shit! Yep, holy shit indeed. It's a pleasure to meet you, Jacob. You can call me Clyde. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice to meet you. Clyde. Hmm, what are you? Well, Jacob, I'm a second-level demon possessing this truck, and I am now tied to you through our contract. Our contract? Yes, Jacob, you just made a contract with the judge, and I'm part of it. As I understand the contract, there are several clauses that are in effect. We can communicate, though only you can hear me. You get hurt, I show damage, and if I'm damaged, you get hurt. The only part of this is that our contract is non-standard. That's the only unusual part of this? Well, I suppose it's all a bit weird. You think? But being non-standard does seem a bit odd. I never signed a contract or nothing. No signature would be required. All you had to do was to accept me, which you did by climbing in. Fuck it! Let's go! Do I drive or do you? Oh, I cannot drive. I have many capabilities, but that's not one of them. Well, don't that just beat all? Cool! Jacob stomped on the gas and tore away into the dark. The night of the prom, Jacob sat in Clyde's cab, 
on crisp black vinyl in the first and the last suit he would ever own. Mary Lou had sounded odd earlier on the phone, but seemed excited about the prom and even meeting Clyde. He wished he could have kept Clyde a secret from her until tonight, but he couldn't resist showing off. He had driven to the school, and everyone knew about what he had done. He had strutted down the hallway, basking in the acclaim. But when he met Mary Lou outside math class, she didn't seem too excited, maybe even pissed off. The bell had interrupted their conversation, but they agreed she would meet Clyde when he picked her up for the prom. Jacob couldn't figure out what was going on with her. She hadn't been to school for most part of a week and seemed distracted and distant. He turned the corner, excited to see her standing outside of the house waiting for him in a long, beautiful blue dress. Beside Jacob, on the seat where she would soon be, was a flower for her wrist. The stereo came on, loud and blaring. Jacob reached for the eject button on the 8-track player when Clyde's engine roared and the steering wheel was torn from his hand. He felt a sickening thump when Clyde bounced once, then stopped. Later, much later, after the cops and all the questions, it was determined the truck's steering linkage had been faulty, and it was just a terrible, tragic accident that took Mary Lou's life on prom night. Jacob, his wrist broken from the spinning steering wheel, was cleared of all wrongdoing. However, many in the town still thought he was no good and had gotten away with it. Some people knew about his deal. Most knew he had loved her, and Jacob loved her still. Tune in next Tuesday for Chapter 22, and the dog knew it. Stories from a Hard Place is a narrative podcast. Every Tuesday and every Thursday, R.A. Jacobson presents another chapter from a Hard Place, read by the author. Opening music by Noah Zachran. Production copyright R.A. Jacobson 2021. If you'd like to support Stories from a Hard Place, please go to patreon.com forward slash hard place. If you'd like a book version, either ebook or print, you can find it on Amazon. You can find links to all these and much more at Dead Cat Studio. That's deadcatstud.io. Keep the shiny side up. <laughs> <laughs>